What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Welcome to Locked On Vikings. Disclaimer before we begin. Today was the reunification of Sage Rosenfels and Sam Ekstrom. We got Sage on the phone, back from vacay, but the conversation was abridged. Unforeseen technological circumstances cut our conversation short right around the part where Sage was about to talk about Danny Woodhead's free agent contract. Very unfortunate. We do have 12 quality minutes with Sage, And then we'll tease a fun program coming for tomorrow. But here's the talk with Sage, his impressions on what occurred while he was gone. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network, a brand new week of shows, and we're back together. Sage Rosenfels, Sam Ekstrom reunited after a two-week hiatus apart, back-to-back vacations. Wow, Sage, it's a pleasure to be back with you. It's been too long, my friend. It feels like it has been a a very long time. Only two weeks uh, feels like two months, and I think we both needed this uh, vacation. It's been a long winter. And uh, you got to get out to Florida, and I got to go, go to Costa Rica for a week this past week. So it's nice to be back in the States, kids are back in school, and uh, I'm back to writing articles on Monday and doing my podcast. That's awesome. Is Costa Rica, is that a um, – I've never been there. Is that sort of a, a hot vacation spot in the same sense as Cancun where it's very commercial, or is it more natural, would you say? Oh, it's nothing like Cancun at all. Um, there are a couple of cities in the country, a couple of beach towns that have that sort of American feel to it, uh, where they've gotten really busy and they're no longer these little, uh, you know, quiet villages. But for the most part, most of the country is uh, still pretty much untapped. And uh, you know, the further you go from the airports, the uh, the more raw it gets. And uh, I-, I love it down there. The, the food is amazing. The fruit, uh, the coffee. Uh, is uh, the the food is just fantastic and, and the beaches are great. I, I can't surf at all. It's amazing. I can surf myself. I, I was a pretty good athlete back in the day, and I can't even get up on a surfboard. Uh, I have the utmost respect for those guys and, and women that uh, that can surf well. I definitely cannot. But we had a great time. Uh, kids thoroughly enjoyed themselves. We went down to Nasara, which is about two hours south of Liberia which is a very, very easy airport to fly into. Like, there's two airports in, in San Jose. There's, I'm sorry, two airports in Costa Rica. There's San Jose, which is the capital, the main one, which I don't recommend flying into. And the other one's Liberia, which is a smaller airport, which is closer to the beaches. And um, very, very easy. It's like flying into Des Moines or something. It's a small, uh, smaller airport, and you're sort of just in and out uh, very, very quickly. And, and uh, yeah, off to the beaches, and, and, and then we spent about four or five days there, then up into the mountains, 
where it was you know probably high of 65 degrees, 70 degrees, much cooler than the beach. Uh, rain cloud, rainforest, and and uh, and all kinds. You know, walking through the jungle, uh, zip lining, uh, and then back to the beach for a day before we, we flew out uh, and got back last night. So yeah, a, a very eventful, busy uh, nine days, but uh, we had a great time. Nice, that's outstanding. Uh, hopefully, you're rejuvenated. One month actually from today, the draft begins, so a lot of build up to that. But I think today is going to be a look back. At the past two weeks and what we haven't discussed together, and we'll get your opinions on some things, trying to trace things back to when we parted, I think the last thing that had happened might have been the Riley Reef signing, the, the first big deal the Vikings made where they signed Reef to a five-year, $58.75 million deal. Everything else, I think, is news. So the Vikings lose Munnerlin. They retain Terrence Newman. As far as the cornerbacks go, they have a question mark at the nickel cornerback position. They don't really have a clear-cut replacement besides Mackenzie Alexander. What are your thoughts on, on where the Vikings cornerback position shakes out now? still feel pretty good about it. I mean, they, they obviously have Newman back, and Newman can play both the outside and the inside. He's not a, a tackler uh, as much as Captain was, but he's a guy who's nifty in the slot and can definitely chase man-to-man. That's really his specialty as a man-to-man corner. Um, and obviously they have Trey Waynes, uh, and then our guy Xavier Rhodes. So they got you know three, uh, you know pr- pretty good corners, and, and I'm sure they'll be looking in the drafts and looking and and uh, and they continue to look in free agency, continue to look in with, with when once the draft is over with the undrafted free agents. And when you have a really good coach like Zimmer is with that position, you can find guys either late in the draft or even undrafted free agent that. You know, next thing you know, they're getting some reps. You know, sort of a guy like Cheryl's, uh, sort of an unknown guy with a really good coach, uh, and k- kids got some skills. They they can they can put him into a spot, especially that nickel position, which is is a more f- sort of finite skill position. You're not sort of hanging there by yourself uh, as much as you, you are if you are on the outside. So I feel good about their 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 cornerback spot. It's 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 been the strength for the last few years of the team. It may not be as much of a strength going forward. Uh, but I still feel pretty good about it. Your big thing going into free agency was offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Now that the dust has settled, we've seen a left tackle come in with Reef and a right tackle come in with Mike Remmers, the former Panther right tackle, also had a cup of coffee with the Vikings about four years ago. But now that the Vikings have addressed those two spots, it seems like those are going to be your new starters. Are you satisfied? With what the Vikings did, uh, did you want more depth? Did you want higher-end talent? Did you want them to address the inside? How are you feeling about that? I like what they did. I wouldn't mind them adding one more player, uh, one more veteran, maybe even two veterans I think would be nice. Not They don't have to be big-money guys. But uh, I think it's really important to spend some money uh, on that offensive line position. As we talked about in the past, the – you know, you, you love to always build to the draft, and you always love to develop young players. But the closer you get to the football, uh, aka offensive lineman, the longer it takes to become uh, a really good NFL player, in my opinion. It, it, just, it takes a long time. It's more advanced. Uh, you're going against better athletes than you did in college. Uh, you're asked a lot more uh, of, uh, from offensive linemen with protections and run games, and, and the precision has to be there. So it takes a while to develop, and I think, uh, it'd be nice if they added a couple more uh, veteran offensive linemen. Um, and, and there's probably a few guys still out there. They said not not big money guys, but it's just nice to have veterans on the team 
that they can walk in right, right away and, and know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm just looking at the available free agents list here. A guy like William Beatty, who I think we talked about on this show. You played yeah, with him in New York. I, I played with Beatty with the Giants, and big, big athletic guy. He's one of those types of guys. He's he's been in Super Bowls. He's won a Super Bowl. Uh, he's played left tackle. He could, he's athletic enough to probably go play right tackle. He's more of a tackle. He's a big athletic guy, uh, not really a guard center type of player, but. Um, he's a guy that would would be a, a good guy to bring in, I, w- I would assume. Yeah, Sebastian Vollmer is a tackle who was in the Patriots organization. Ryan Clady was with the Jets. These are all kind of fitting that bill that you're talking about, those veteran presences. And if you could get them to be content with perhaps playing a backup role on a one-year deal, yeah, that's certainly something that I could get behind as well If you uh, if you aren't spending too much. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Now, the biggest talker, arguably, is Adrian Peterson going unsigned and Latavius Murray coming in as his de facto replacement. What do you think is the the bigger surprise, the Vikings signing Murray or Peterson still remaining unsigned? Well, both both are not surprises to me at all. Um, you know, the Murray contract. To, you know, it's amazing that running backs uh, you can get these really good running backs. I, I don't know. You know, the rankings one through ten, what the running backs were in free agency this year. But Murray was in that in the probably the top five, I would assume. And yet he's not making huge money. It's just amazing how little running backs make, top running backs make when they hit free agency compared to guards and tackles um, and wide receivers and quarterbacks, obviously. So, yeah, I, I, that does not surprise me. And, and, and Adrian not signing it doesn't surprise me, not because he's not good enough to play. I, I do feel like he is good enough to play, to contribute to a team, to even be a guy who gets 20 carries a game, 25 carries a game. I, as I've said many times he's that good of an athlete. But my question is how much money is he asking and, and trying to get? I don't believe that. My guess is that teams would sign him for 3 or $4 million, but – uh, I think he wants a lot more than that, probably twice that. And then mm-hmm. the question is, uh, is he asking for way too much? And I believe that is the, that is true. He is asking for too much, it seems like to me. Uh, and I think that's the problem. And then there's also, there's no reason to hire, uh, to, to, to uh, he really has, what's the word, leverage, I guess. He doesn't have much leverage in a sense that there's no reason to sign him now. You know, running backs are, are guys you can sign during training camp and they come in, they make it happen. Uh, you know, got a position like quarterback you want in right now so they can learn the offense and go through all the OTAs and things like that. Running back's not nearly as important. It's The protections are, aren't that complicated. Adrian's been around for a while, so he doesn't have the leverage uh, uh, on that on his side uh, in that department, and, and that's probably hurting, hurting him as well. Is there the slightest possibility in your mind that Adrian doesn't play football this year? There's so many veterans available who are about Adrian's age, maybe a little younger, who might not ask for as much money. There is an incredible wealth of running back talent in the draft. Is it possible that we get to a point after this draft where teams have fulfilled their needs, maybe in the draft, uh, maybe they would rather go after somebody a little bit younger in free agency if they're trying to patch a hole. Do you think that could be possible? Could he go unsigned going into the season? 
I mean, it's anything's possible, but I really think he will sign somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure where, but it might be for uh, a number that he could not have imagined, you know, a year ago or six months ago. It might just be for a million bucks or two million dollars. Uh, I got to think that somebody, even like the Patriots, I mean, he 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 still has so much potential, and it sounds crazy, but you know, if if Adrian's healthy and he's running behind a good offensive line. He could run for 1,500 yards this year. He is still that talented, and teams know that. Uh, he didn't show a lot last year, but they know he's still big, strong, and fast, and if he's in the right position, the right team, uh, he could have a really big year. So anyone that has that type of you know, potential to, to really be a cowbell type of player uh, will get signed, and the question is for how much money and when's he going to be. Here's a great example of how name recognition at running back means nothing anymore unsigned right now jamal charles uh, i think considered one of the top three backs for a couple of years d'angelo williams unsigned reggie bush unsigned like garrett blunt adrian peterson i mean those are some pretty significant names that are on the market right now unsigned can you guess who got the largest free agent contract amongst the running backs Murray was probably up there, uh, I, I would think. Um, it, it does not surprise me that some of those guys are unsigned, uh, especially Jamal Charles. That, that's not surprising. I mean, he, uh, coming off a bad ACL a couple of years ago and just hasn't been right since, and he might be one of those guys who's just, uh, his career is done. But, yeah, he was a great player. But um, it, there's it's a, it's a very, very deep college uh, draft this year with running backs, and that position has just changed. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, it was you know Walter Payton, and every, you know the team was looking for that one back. Now teams look for two or three different backs uh, to do different things and to share the load, and uh, that means the value has gone down uh, much more than before. So uh, that mixed with the the uh, uh, the, the strong college uh, draft this year uh, makes that veteran running backs uh, you know very very easy to replace. You're right that Murray is the largest. Right below him, Danny Woodhead, your guy. The guy ah. that I told you to get him in Minnesota. You had one job. He signs with Baltimore. But three years, $8.8 million, And he's a guy that can do it all. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. And I think and he's, you know, he's 32 years old, and he's still getting pretty decent money. How's that for a to-be-continued? You'll have to wait until Wednesday to see what Sage thinks about Danny Woodhead's free agent deal with Baltimore. Again, technical mishap, something to do with a short inside a studio board far exceeding my expertise to fix. Consider Wednesday's show a part two of Sage's reaction to free agency. Tomorrow on the show, however, we have the director of Wide Left, an unofficial Vikings documentary spotlighting the team's path over the last 20 years. And we'll hear what inspired that movie and what we can expect. That's tomorrow on Locked on Vikings. Talk to you then.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.